0: Last last week we had a problem, and the problem that we had was the wind blew. Does anybody here remember in the wind blowing all the paper off? Yep. Well, hopefully this week it's not going to be quite like that. So, well, welcome everybody, and especially welcome to those who are watching us online, because that's the bulk of the church, and... We look like small here, but we're much bigger in all sorts of places, you know, And, and we are one body. We belong to Jesus. We are the church that belongs to God. It's really important to understand this, that we are not alone. We are one of many. And you know, we're coming out slowly of the COVID crisis by the 1st of May hopefully touchwood <laughs> we will uh, we'll be back to normal but something has happened to us it's shaken us i've watched people i watch all these people i know on facebook from all over the world and they're shaken and and it shakes the way we do things it shakes our our it shakes our tree you stop and think of what it's like just in the last few months. Whether it's the changes in our moral and social laws, that's shaken a lot of people. Or perhaps it's our freedoms, mandates and things like that, that's, that's shaken a whole lot of other people. Or the shadow of inflation. What is going to happen next? Is your dollar going to be worth the same amount as it was? Or the war in Ukraine and the desolation that's there? I want you to think of those things. Unshakable is really what we as Christians need to be. Unshakeable because I don't know that we'll have the normal that we had a few years ago won't occur again for a long, long time. And I think it's really important for us to understand that this has happened before. It's happened to the church before. It's happened before the church existed. there's a passage here, yet once more, indicates the removal of things. Actually, I'll read the, the whole bit from here. See that you do not refuse God who is speaking. For if they did not escape when they refused him who warned them on earth, how much less will we escape if we reject him who warns from heaven? At that time his voice shook the earth, but now he promised yet once more, I will shake not only the earth, What does this refer to? This refers to the temple. In the book of Haggai, we first have the passage that says that God will shake. And God shook the disobedient nation of Israel, and they came and they destroyed the temple. Now at this time, Zerubbabel rebuilt the temple. And the temple for the Jews was the very thing that held them together. It was their normal. It was their powerful. And it was their sign that they were God's people. The interesting thing is that this part of Hebrews was written just before the second temple would be destroyed. Temples get destroyed. Things on earth are not permanent. They get destroyed. I want you to think that there is another temple. And the temple in the New Testament is you and me. We are the temple of the Holy Spirit. It is not a temple that is made with hands. And the church has got to understand that the unshakable thing is what God places in us and not what we like to make. Now, we're going to build here on this site. And God is going to bless that building. Don't get me wrong, but the real temple is in our hearts. And and we have to really understand that whole process there. Now, trust is one of the bases of normality. I once said to a, a, a man who's very wealthy, I said, When somebody went broke, I said, are you going to buy a new factory? He said, no, no, Warren, I'm not. Why's that, Peter, I said. He said, because you can't do business with somebody you don't trust. And trust is absolutely essential. So let's look at the three things that last forever. We see faith, hope, and love. And these things remain forever. Our bodies can be shaken, but our spirits that belong to God are eternal. And God will make sure that no one can take them from us. And that's why we can expect trouble, right? We can expect trouble. In this world you will have trouble, Jesus said, but do not fear I have overcome the world. If you want to do a church history right from the start, the church has always had trouble and persecution. We mightn't like it, but if you go to Nigeria, persecution is the standard. If you go to the Middle East, persecution is the standard. You know that Syrian war, that they had—not the Syrian one, the uh, one of them there. There were 500,000 Christians in that country, and they killed half of them, and the other half escaped. It's going on now. In the world, you will have trouble. But do not fear, Jesus says, I have overcome the world. Now, faith is a gift from God. And uh, I've just done a little bit of, a little bit of enjoyment, a little softener. I've always loved dogs. When I was a baby, we had an old dog, and the old dog used to sit beside the pram. It was one of those old wicker prams on springs. Underneath the arch outside, and when I cried, the dog would put his paw up and would rock the cramp pram. And if I cried too much, he would go and he would tug on my mother's apron. And she would come and get me. Then I had a dog that looked very like this fella. This fella's Tama. He's our dog now. And he was my dog and he would do anything I wanted to. He was wonderful. He was my constant companion as a boy. So I put this up, really. And here's. He sits like that when I'm in the orchard working, and he watches me, and when he sees me get up to go back to the house, he's by my side, and all of a sudden I feel him touch my leg, and back we go. Now, when we talk about faith, we talk about something that's very important. Our faith is in Jesus. Christians do not actually simply believe doctrines. We trust the person of Jesus. We don't trust other things, or we shouldn't. In the Bible, we're told something. We're told the only person that we're allowed to trust, or no, not we're allowed to trust, the only person we're commanded to trust is God. Other trust is earned. I'll give you an idea. At eldership, we have trust. That would be fair, wouldn't it, Willie? Now, we've had situations in eldership when we've disagreed. What's happened? Nothing happens. We trust each other. We don't have to win or lose arguments. We trust. That trust is earned. It's worked for. You don't have trust without earning it. And Jesus earned your trust and my trust when he hung on a cross for us to take away our sins. And God doesn't ask you to trust him blindly. God asks you to trust That he has got your number for eternity. Not that he's got your number for prosperity cash wise. But he's got your number for eternity. Now faith is something that we don't always have a great deal of. But I want to tell you that it's a gift of the Holy Spirit and it's a fruit of the Holy Spirit. So you can ask God for the gift of faith so that you can grow. And if you have the gift of faith, you've got a permanence in your relationship with God. You've got a permanence in your relationship with God that will last forever. Hopefulness. That is a picture of my dog sitting on the veranda while I'm putting my boots on because he knows We're going for a wander down the farm. (laughs) He is full of hope. He's excited. And he's happy. Hope. What is hope about? It's looking. This is Titus. looking for the blessed hope and glorious appearing of our great God and our Savior Jesus Christ. It's about the things that God has in store for those who love him. Corinthians says, I has not seen nor ear heard those things that God has in store for those who love him. And that's you and me. That is what we're hoping for. The things that God is going to bring us. But God is going to do more than that. Because hope is about the promises that God makes through the Bible. In Corinthians again we read, With God the promise is yes and yes. God keeps his promises. So when we receive a promise from the Bible, God will keep his promises. And it also comes through prophecy. Some of us have had words of prophecy over us, have received words from God. And those words that we receive from God, God will surely perform. God is not going to leave us in the, in the dark. God is not going to leave us in the place where we are shaken. We may be shaken physically, but spiritually, God will give us hope to go through the hard times and to be strong in those hard times. Because that is the promise of God. It is the promise of the Bible. It is a promise you can rely on. Hope is about the things we don't already have. Now, if I were to ask you, and the people in the houses listening, have you got everything? Everything you want and need? You'd say, no, we don't. It's a God is going to give you things that you don't have yet. He's going to give you eternal life. But he's going to guide you through this life. And you have the right to hope that God will do those things. Faith is about God, the person. Hope is about the blessings that he brings, including eternity. Love. We love because he first loves us. Now, this is what this fella does. He walks up to me and he looks up as if to say, He thinks I'm wonderful, <laughs> right? And I feel great <laughs> because I am loved by the dog. Yes, I do. Uh, by the way, dog is God spelt backwards. And I often think that we look to our relationship with a good dog and it can be very like. Our, our relationship with God, except it's the other way around. The dog obeys us and we obey God. You understand what I'm saying? And, uh, of course, not every dog is like that. So let's not make a theology about it. <laughs> and, uh, but that's the way it is. And uh, we love because he first loves us. When we got this dog, he was a bit scared. Now... He trusts me with his life. Sometimes when we come to God, we're scared. But God loves us and we trust him with our life. Love is the culture of heaven. Jesus said, a new commandment I give to you, that you love one another just as I have loved you, that you also love one another. By this all will know that you are my disciples if you love one another, if you have loved one another. Love is the culture of heaven. We want it to be the culture of our church. Right? The culture of heaven should be the culture of our church. Now, we have to work at it. There is absolutely no point by saying that will be our culture no we've got to work at it we have to learn how to love sacrificially you know and unselfishly what I want doesn't actually matter much but what's good for you and for the whole church matters a great deal it's not important Um, I can go without things it's not important doesn't worry me. Why? Because I have received from God a love which is sacrificial. Therefore, I want to copy Jesus and love like he loves. It's very, very simple, and it's very straightforward. Right. And now we come towards the end. My. Building a temple that cannot be shaken. And here, I've got to read this from here. 1 Corinthians 15, 54. The bodies we now have are weak and can die. But they will be changed into bodies that are eternal. Then scripture will come true. Oh, death has lost the battle. Sin is what gives death its sting. And the law is the power behind sin. But thank God For our Lord Jesus Christ giving us the victory. The important thing we understand is this. That the body, the temple of the Holy Spirit that is our bodies, is going to die. Unless the Lord comes first, right? But God is going to give us an eternal body, a spiritual body. So somebody said they had arthritis. I've got arthritis in this finger. (laughs) Some of us are getting old. I'm not as strong as I used to be. I know that this body has a finite life. So does yours. But God is going to give us a heavenly body. That will last for eternity. This is nothing to do with this world. Nothing whatsoever. It is to do with what God is doing. I asked the elders, how should we prepare our church to be unshakable? Lyndon said something about Sonny Takaha, Tokoha talking about love, but Willie said something else, and I think what Willie said was really important, so Willie can come forward now, <laughs> he, I did give him some warning,
1: <laughs> how are you brother? I'm good, I'm good, you're good? Yeah, I'm good, do you want me there? Okay. Go for it. So, so essentially, through the kind of lockdown period, I just felt like the Lord was saying to me, like, I don't, I don't know, I'm approaching 40 this year, and I don't know whether I'm. We're all, like Warren said, we're all getting older. Um, I know you thought I was 29, didn't you? Um, and so I started to kind of reevaluate my life and like where I'd come from, and I felt the Lord was saying, are you happy with your prayer life? And it kind of just hit me right right in the, in the heart. And I was like, if I'm to look back, actually it's not where I would want it to be or it's not my vision for my prayer life. It's not what I would dream to have it be. You know, this constant communion with the Lord, this uh, calling on Him in the good times and in the bad times. In the bad times, it's a lot easier just to go, Lord, help me. But it's when I see the pattern and and the the model of Jesus, it was in the the good times. Like you know, they just fed five thousand people. Jesus disappears up the mountain and he is praying. In the bad times, he gets this bad news: his cousin John the Baptist has been killed, and he he disappears and he prays. And it's that model of constant connection with the Father. I, I feel like that's where he is leading me and, and probably us you know so when we emerge from this time period that we uh, have this close connection with the Lord and that our relationship no matter what happens again will be unshakable because we are so tight together yeah, yeah. and that's what I felt
0: thanks Willie it's always good to hear God speaking to us all along the same lines. We know that it's not just us, but it's the Holy Spirit. At the beginning of the year, I felt God say that he will bless our church. But there is no guarantee that the world will do the same. Understand that. We are to receive God's blessing not the world's. And so we should be prepared to overcome the world by keeping our faith in Jesus, our hope in His promises, and our love of Him and each other. These are the things that will make us unshakable. I put this in because there are so many texts that relate to this whole thing of being unshakable in the power of God. Praise God the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. God is so good and by raising Jesus from death he has given us new life and a hope that lives on. God has something stored up for you in heaven where it will never decay or be ruined or disappear. Let's just pray. Father, you have commanded us to have faith in you. You have given us a hope for the future that cannot be shaken. You have commanded us to love one another. Lord God, send your spirit on your church. Those gathered here those who are watching and those who are not watching all over the world we pray for the worldwide church we pray for Christians in Ukraine and in Russia that you will bless Christians the world over with faith hope and love so that your church will be unshakable and your kingdom will last forever Amen.